Welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Wednesday. It's hump day, everybody. I can't believe it's hump day. November 29th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host, as always, Brian Cruz. Happy hump day, everybody. I hope you've humped the humptiest of all the humps out there and had a great hump day so far. <laughs> and you better hump into the night because there's lots of humping left in this humpiest of hump days. But joining me back, as always, is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you, Brian? Doing well. Doing well. Hey, hey, GR. How you doing, man? How's GR doing? out there how was your uh, how was your week been i haven't seen you in a little bit here huh uh yeah no i i went to uh, see my mom for thanksgiving and my birthday so uh i was not around um and yeah this week's been great so far so far so good Good, good, good. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Good to see you. Good to see you. And uh yeah, it's going to be a good week. It's it's hump day and you know, it wouldn't be hump day if there wasn't, oh, sorry, I can't say that because he's not here. So uh, also <laughs> joining us here on Cruise Control is our resident intellectual, Mr. Mike Casey himself. Mike, how you doing tonight? Happy hump day. Hey, I'm doing I'm doing great, Bri. Uh, thanks for thanks for inviting me back on. Yeah, you, you got that right. Plenty of humping left in this hump day. Plenty, oh, plenty of hump. So the, much. All the humping, Mike. All the humping is allowed got, on a hump day. As long as we got Ryan and Queen and GR. You know, GR is full of humping. You said your mic is off? I don't know. Uh, can anybody else confirm or deny what Ryan is saying? Can you hear me? Your uh, mic is off. Jesus, David. Well, um, Sabrina, I might have to unplug it and plug it back in. Wait, hold on. No, hold on. Okay. We're having, I guess, you know, something happened when we switched things around, I guess, tonight. You know? I can check something out for a second. But uh, while I look at that, actor, writer, director, creator, and the man himself, legendary, Mr. David Goldsmith. What's up, Goldie? How you doing, man? Hold on. Hump day. He's doing good. Oh, was it good for you? It was good for me. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here. Uh, I'm going to try to switch this microphone fast, uh, and we're going to see if the Sounds good. You sound great. Hi, this is Goldie, the new host of the Cruise Control Show, the only one with a working mic. How about, look, how about it now is an interesting time for me to tell you a story about my childhood. Yeah, get in there, Goldie. Let me do one That's thing before great. we get going. It's time for Goldie yeah? Talk. All right, hi, folks. Goldie here, coming to you live from South Central Los Angeles. The home of the homeless. Now, we used to be Santa Monica, but now it's where I live, of course. Leave it to me to buy in the area that turns into that. Anyway, apparently we're having some technical difficulties. And during this time, I'm going to talk to you about my childhood. You know, my father was difficult. My mother is still difficult. And, uh, you know, this is how you turn into what you see here. A full manifestation of worry, stress, uh, overproduction of cortisol. And, uh, you know... A failed child actor turned uh, guest on the cruise control show. So that's what led me here. Hopefully we have our technical difficulties satisfied. And I'm going to turn the show right on back to Mr. Brian. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. So until then. <laughs> you got you got more anecdotes for us, Goldie? I'll, yeah, I'll well, interview I mean, you. Like, you. I'd love to get to know you more. I, I, will, I will tell you, I, I will tell you a, a phenomenal story. I worked with an actor once who will remain nameless. And this particular actor was, um, a, well, it is. This particular actor was a little bit concerned about germs. And so every day would be a new toothbrush, new toothpaste, used once, and then thrown away. That was what was happening. And this particular actor was working on a movie that required us to shoot in Big Bear, California, which is about an hour and 40-minute drive 
up a winding road through the forest, as much of a forest as we can have in Southern California, to Big Bear Lake, gorgeous. This actor is very famous and also has in his contract that his trailer is the closest to set than any other trailer. So what does that mean? That means that his trailer has to arrive to the set before the other trailers so that it can be parked the closest and then the other trailers and trucks right. coming behind. Yeah. On this particular day, it was a 7 a.m. crew call, 10 a.m. cast call. That meant that the driver of the trailer for this particular actor had to arrive in Big Bear at about 5 a.m. to park the trailer. Get the first spot. 5 a.m. A little early. Yeah. He got there a little bit early. And what do you do after an hour and 40 minute drive up a mountain with a trailer? You got to go to the bathroom. So he was the first trailer there. He parked the trailer where he knew it was going to go. He quietly went into the back of this particular trailer and made a number two. Oh, this person took care of this actor's trailer for years. So he knew what he was up against. This person cleaned it up. The rest of the village came in, all the trucks, grip, electric, camera, every other dressing room. And this was the – it was blocked into the forest. There's no way to get this trailer out. Well, the actor showed up four and a half hours late after also driving up a hill. What did he have to do? Got into his trailer, (laughs) went into his trailer, opened the bathroom door, closed the bathroom door, and left for the day and wouldn't come back to work until the trailer was replaced. (laughs) Must have been one askew pube. I don't know what it was. How did he know? uh, There was something really bad there. (laughs) He knew. He knew. He knew. So for those of you that think that Hollywood's glorious, imagine us as a crew. We we also drove up the fucking hill, and we also got there at seven o'clock in the morning, and then waited four hours for this person to show up. And when they did, they left for the day, and we couldn't shoot until all the trucks had to move to get their trailer out, to get a new trailer back in from Los Angeles, put into place everything, and we lost the light. They had to put everyone up in a hotel that night, and we resumed shooting the following. Wow. Day. Back to Brian Cruz, Cruz Control. Be All because privilege. somebody had to go to the bathroom. That was great. <laughs> Shit happens. I'll just say, I'll just say <laughs> that particular actor this year has a Christmas movie that just came out. Oh, it shouldn't be too hard to track down. We'll leave it out there. Yeah, you can maybe figure it out in the chat. <laughs> uh, I think we can hear Sabrina now. I think we got that figured out. Yeah, but, maybe. Hopefully. But also joining us Hi, back Peppy. is, of course, the pet Thank star you. himself. Peppy, how you doing today, man? Happy hump day, everybody. Sabrina? It's good to see you again. You were missed on Monday. Mike. My man, Mike. Money, Mike. Good to see you, man. But I see you all the time, <laughs> so it's no big deal. Goldie, what up yeah, with Chico okay. and Foxy? Yeah, I still want that play day. Can you bring me a snickety snack next time? Love you, Goldie. I'm happy to see all my people back in the chat. Now let's get to work. Yeah, Pappy. <laughs> Pappy's Woo! excited to see everybody. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. That's what we're yeah, talking that's, about. That's, that's what we're what talking we're about. In for it. And honestly, it's been a little hectic start, everybody. But you know what? It wouldn't be a hump day if there wasn't some breaking news. Come on. Yeah. 
right, the very first thing that I want to dive right into is I want to talk about Squid Game for just like one second, because Squid Game's out. We know we talked about it, the challenge. It's out there on Netflix. Well, it's number one right now for television. Number one. Can you believe that shit? It, it's, I mean, I started watching it, and of course, it looks okay, but then you're adding the reality Stupid. mix in there. I know. You're adding the reality mix, so it's like now they're voting people off the island or voting people out of the Squid Game, and they're like going against each other. Like, we get a burger, or we get actually vote off this bitch over here, and there's one last person, more money in the pot. I mean, to me, it gets kind of like convoluted, and it's like losing what the whole game is. But for Netflix, it's a huge win. Just like Leo's a huge win for Netflix, too. Adam Sandler's new animated movie, which is the number one most watched animated movie on Netflix ever. And I put this on, and it starts, and you think that, oh, it's going to be this, you know, goofy little you know lizard movie and they start singing and i'm like i was not expecting singing wasn't expecting it and adam sanders like, oh you got to go do it you know his old oh, voice boy. saying like i don't know if it works too well with the singing i'm just saying but 34.6 million people watch this so in this opening week so wow. i mean that's pretty great it beat david fincher's uh the killer so i mean honestly netflix is doing well with this animated person not as cool as looney tunes though but looney tunes are having a lot of issues too over there at max because hbo has issues with uh taking it down they apparently took down a lot of the uh the content from the looney tunes and people the fans are going nuts online they already lost like the the from 15 to 31 those seasons are gone over 250 episodes taken down then they were talking about taking down the rest of them and there was always backlash online people were like don't take away our looney tunes well they're not going to do it now they said it was a removal error it wasn't going to happen even though it was on their official listing of things that are be gone so looney tunes shows and stick around looney tunes uh their whole historical shorts and stick around but looney tunes back in action will be gone and warner brothers is getting a lot of backlash from that but they're also getting a lot of backlash about Oppenheimer because they're out of DVDs. They're out of DVDs. I, I don't know how this is even a thing, but people are going nuts trying to buy this on 4K and apparently they ran out of DVDs. And Universal Pictures, along with them, they're like, come forward, we're trying to, we're trying to work on our replenishing our, our, our DVD sales so it gets out there so you can actually get Oppenheimer in time for the holidays. You can buy it for your friends and your family and your, all those people out there, uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, your grandpas, all of them, and they're trying to push it. And there's actually some online, the uh, Steel Special Edition one, Steel Case, are selling for 200 bucks a pop because of this, so, whoo. But WB needs a win. And, uh, you know, uh, Universal needs a win too, but WB definitely needs a win. They're not gonna get it with Aquaman. Doesn't look like it because Aquaman 2 was looking to lose a lot of money. Oh, honestly, God. I'm sorry, Goldie. They spent 205 million bucks on this and they're projected to get 32 to 42 million opening weekend. That's not good. It's not good. Overall, they're expecting 105 million to 168 million. Overall, it's all run. That's what they're projecting at a $205 million budget. It's a huge loss. The original one made $1 billion worldwide. So, I mean, you got to top that. And they're definitely not going to, unfortunately, because people apparently don't want to see Jason Momoa under the sea. But they do want to see James Cameron's avatars under the sea because it's coming back for a third one. And James Cameron finally said the release, he's saying Christmas 2025. And he's going to be working on that for the next two years everybody two years gets together put it out there and finish all the special effects and make uh the final well the, the next avatar you know junction into this whole franchise because we have a bunch more happening we have like three more after that so get used to it get used to blue people because also kelsey Grammer is going to come back and be beast some more everybody kelsey Grammer said this he goes guys i was beast in the marvels i'm excited to bring him back he said i would love to do more i've always wanted to play him again and he said it's an extraordinary character and a character that has gravitas and importance to our culture which i'm like beast okay but he said that he if he has his drillers he's coming back but he does say that he has certain amount of confidence that beast will be back just like he has a confidence that fraser will be back 
back back again for a second season of the revival because right now they're working on writing the scripts for the second season him and the writers going through it trying to figure out what's going to happen next but you're going to get a part two of fraser the reboot and he says that they have great ideas pretty much about he wants to have fraser finally get to a spot where he's helping out another person becoming a better person at the long run he said but mostly revolve around fraser finding happiness and becoming a good father and having a breakthrough in college so he's been teaching there not a psychiatrist anymore on the radio waves but someone that probably needs a psychiatrist is tom hardy's venom because he's battled himself constantly but they're going back to set going back to set venom threes gonna start shooting again and tom hardy said the last dance he's thankful to be back to shooting and if you're excited about that as a lot of people are i hope it does well I like the first one, second one, eh, it was all right, but I love Tom Hardy in this role, and I feel like he needs a chance to keep going. But somebody that is not getting a chance to keep going, at least the brakes are getting pumped a little bit, is Sean Combs, because again, more allegations came for everybody, more allegations. Of course, there was the allegations of abuse and sexual assault from his ex-girlfriend, Cassandra, who said that she was literally like pimping her out and soliciting her for sex and threatening her life for years and then blowing up her boyfriend's car after they broke up to the fact this other girl came forward that said that she drug or he drugged her and then took a video of it and showed all of his friends of him raping her to a new girl coming forward, say a Jane Doe saying that him and Aaron Hall, another R&B singer, took turns raping her wow. at his friend's apartment. So, yeah. A lot Fantastic. Of Fantastic. A lot of breaking news. But to me, I'm like, happy hump day. Uh, happy hump day. Uh, the second Good one to land on there, Brian. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's that's a lot. It's Keep a it lot. Humpy. Oh, wait, no, that's, I didn't mean that. No, this is not kind of hump you do want. Not. This is hashtag, don't hump that up. Don't hump that up because it's not good. But anyways, a lot of breaking news. Uh, thank you all for being here. I'm now it's that time. Everybody gets a minute on the clock. In this segment, the week to call. Oh, jeez. Hot take. I want to get into some hot takes and hot takes it's time and time and time for hot takes so this is the time where i put a man on the clock and all of my lovely guests and co-hosts here get to sit down and take a minute to get all their response to all the latest breaking news and they have one minute to do it before the bomb blows up and i'm excited about this and as i say every day the Brady Bunch. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Peppy loves it too. Uh, this, is, this is a great time because it's fun to pick who goes to go first and like what's going to happen i have no idea uh Peppy, you got anything to say to queen hey queen Love you, girl. Hey, see, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> but yeah, because I know Peppy was somebody doing hot takes, but I guess he's he's a little reluctant right now. But we're going to go over our hot takes first. I'm going to go to Mike next. I'm going Mike first. Mike, Woo! I, I you want to do your hot take first? I can do it. I'm Are you ready. cool for that? I'm, I'm... I'm I'm shaking in my boots thinking about Pepstar getting in on this game, though. I got enough uh, enough competition as it is. Yeah, I'm re well, I'm ready, baby. Okay, we're gonna try some new stuff with the hot takes. We'll see how it goes. But Mike. Oh, no. I know. Here we go. You're, you're going to be the guinea pig. All right. Oh, okay. Hot takes Great. in Thank three, you. two, one. Hot takes. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Puff Daddy. Yeah, he should definitely be in jail for all the samples he's oh. stolen. Uh, guy yes! made a career off of, off of stealing samples. That's the only good part of his shit. Uh, Fraser, uh, kind of rough without Niles Crane. Niles was the star of that show, and I would love to see him put on the blue makeup and get a Niles Crane uh, beast from... Uh, from X-Men. That would be terrific. Uh, Venom 1 and 2 made a billion and a half off of a 200 million combined production budget. It's perplexing, uh, but don't turn off that money machine, I guess. Um, perplexing. Leo, uh, Adam Sandler is a lizard? 
It's a natural fit, I guess. Uh, don't worry, everybody. The Oppenheimer DVDs will be back in stock. Uh, so this holiday season, give your children the inevitable nuclear annihilation of humanity. Merry Christmas, kids. Uh, Looney Tunes back back in action. Brian said it already. Uh, Avatar, first movie was about trees. Second one was about water. Fire, air, sky. I don't know. Oh, Mike did not get it. Mike did not get it. You got maybe it. half, but you started real strong. That puppy joke was good. You got good. more than half. Haters. Oh, <laughs> Haters. Yeah. Oh, I, I got I to remember. Just go, oh, this sucks. That sucks. <laughs> the next one sucks. Well, when, when you're starting to run low on time, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but Fraser, yeah, Fraser to get a revival. Uh, you're right, Queen. And, and people seem to like it enough where they're going to do more. But Mike, let's do a good try. You almost got it. I like a lot of the takes there. It's a, There's some good it's hot takes. Right. The, the Fraser is, it's it's sitcom It's just a, kind of an old format. But, you know, I've been watching it. It's throwback. It's good. I mean, I mean, people seem to like it. So, I mean, why not? And again, it's easy. He's going to be Beast again. He's going to be Fraser again. He's getting back into the works of his 90s career. So good for him. Uh, Goldie, how about you? Ready for your hot takes? Yeah. Let's do it! <laughs> yeah, okay, Goldie. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. Of course, Squid Games is number one. Look at the voting public. Leo, you know, <laughs> he deserves to do it. He, did, he absolutely deserves to do it. He is funny. He is talented. A kid's thing is right up the thing for him. Speaking of kid things, Looney Tunes. Oh, I think that ship has sailed. Really, I really do. <laughs> Now, the thing is, for me, the Oppenheimer DVD, I don't give a shit. Never thought Nolan would be a stopping stucker, but why, whatever. Aquaman 2, can't wait not to see it. Absolutely ridiculous. Looking forward to Avatar 3. Why not? I love being underwater with James Cameron. It's always fun. You might find the Titanic. Kelsey Grammer, Frasier and Beast. Nothing better to me than a Shakespeareanly trained actor dressing up like a fucking asshole in a superhero movie. It's the best form of making money and selling out. Venom 3, I don't give a shit. Sean Combs, fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit from day one. Don't like his music. He deserves to go to jail. Merry Christmas. Goldie got it! 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 Ecstasy, I'm sure. That was um that was some hot <laughs> takes going. As for hot motherfucking takes. <laughs> I I don't even know if I could follow that. Can, Sabrina, can you follow those can hot I takes? Just disappear. Okay, you got to get those stretching. get those fireworks. You can do it. My energy level is at very low. Goldie and Brian are like bringing like fucking those. Olympic level energies, you and like it. me and Mike are like napping. I'm not really sure what's happening. Like, well, I'm out of it. I believe in you, Sabrina. You ready for your hot takes? Sure. All right, hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. Oh, sorry. Okay, uh, Squid Game, stupid. Uh, I said back when we covered it in the first place, fucking stupid. It looks stupid. The people are stupid. It's fucking dumb as shit. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. Of course, it's number one because that show did so well. Leo, honestly, I put on for 10 minutes. It's Bill Burr and, and Adam Stanley. You would think that you would love it, right? I didn't love it. I was kind of annoying. I only watched 10 minutes, but I shut up the fuck off. Uh, Oppenheimer, what? Who even watches DVDs anymore? Are you fucking kidding? 
I have, I have 800 DVDs, no DVD player. It's like fucking 2023. Uh, Aquaman, ugh, sorry. I mean, fuck, you know Amber Heard's gonna try to ride that like it's her. Oh, I wasn't in the movie. They cut me out, and that's why it didn't do good. Fuck off, bitch. Uh, fucking Avatar 3, Avatar 1, and Avatar 2 can kindly fuck themselves, so Avatar 3 can jump on that ship. Beast, the horrible scene. I didn't watch that movie, but I did see the after credit scene on fucking YouTube, and it was the most abysmal thing I'd seen. That girl did some terrible acting. He looked like an idiot. No, thank you. Frasier, really? Why? Venom 3? Uh, I don't know. Venom 1 was good. Venom 2 was okay. Probably, I, I don't care. And Sean Puffy comes. Bro. Bro. Did you kill Biggie? We want to know. Okay? We want to know. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank I gave you hearts you. too. You want some hearts? You want some hearts? There's some more. I also hearts got for... my first erection in months. Thank you, David. <laughs> Sabrina got it. That's some hot takes, Sabrina. That was you long gate. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I think I think my system froze on me. I think that was too many special effects at one time. I think it told me too many fireworks, too much everything. Yes, Richard Tracy. He does talk to the fishes. Yeah, he's stupid. St he still does talk to the fishies. He does. Well, that's yeah, why you watch it. That's why you watch it. We want to know what the fish have to say. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't talk to them like, you know, hey, bud, how's it going? He's like, come over here and attack this guy. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. It's fucking dumb. Sabrina, <laughs> I, I want to help. He communicates. He okay. communicates. I'm, I'm so sorry. It's I'm Aqua so fucking sorry. man, for God's sake. The fish I honestly consent. think... This movie could be good, but the problem is that DC used dead, all that's dead. Uh, the whole Sean Combs thing, I'm like, of course he's gonna step down. You know, another allegation comes forward, it's like, yeah, deal with. But it's just it's just crazy what's been happening with all of the allegations with sexual assault and stuff. But that's, it's like a new renaissance for the Me Too thing, but it's that New York thing. So there's all these rules in New York that are coming out because people are stepping forward after everything. But Aquaman is the fish whisperer. As they should. Movie. Yeah, they yeah, should. exactly. They, they should. should. But I think Aquaman will be good, Goldie, but I feel like people aren't going to watch it. So unfortunately, it's going to bomb, and that'll be it. You you the, do the think it's comedy be good? with the fish and the guy? And the, the first yeah. one wasn't bad. I enjoyed the first one. The first oh, one was a lot fine. of colors. Okay. It was a very it was colorful cool. movie. Uh, it was very oh, colorful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's some, there's some joy in there. Okay. There's some joy. I, I bet you're looking forward to your Kraft mac and cheese after the show, huh? <laughs> uh, well, then don't bacon. go over there. Okay. <laughs> for us to get into it that was a little premature on my part but yeah here we are i want to talk about the boys because the boys is coming out with another spinoff and we talked about this before when gen v came out there was an opportunity they might do more if gen v did well and gen v did amazing for the boys franchise and so now they are moving forward to the next one and it's be called the boys mexico now the question is will it tie in with the original it probably will because gen v did and who we have doing this so the blue beetle writer is coming on board for this so gareth done a cork uh, uh is coming in and he's gonna be holding the whole thing he's like okay uh, controlling the whole plot figuring out where they're gonna go with the whole show writing the whole thing and they're attaching and bringing in other people from okay here this andors andors diego luna's diego luna's coming in to executive produce 
home with his producing partner, Gail Bernal, and they worked a lot of Spanish productions together, but now they're going to come together and run this team. And they might both act in it too, of course, Gail or Gail, Gail, that's so many names in my head. Luna actually has been, you know, on Andor, so he's got a big acting career already. He's done a lot of stuff, so I understand that he would want to act in this too, but so it'll be a small part, won't be big, but this is moving forward, and this series is going to be by Eric Kripka, who all did all, did all the boys. Also, Seth Rogen's coming in here, and his production company, Point Grey Pictures, is coming in, and they are going to move forward very soon with the productions. Not any details besides this, but it's going to take place in Latin America country, they say, and beyond that, we have no idea besides the work and the budget and trying to figure it out right now. Uh, it's going to be in Spanish. They didn't say it's going to be in Spanish, but I imagine there probably will be some Spanish in it, and they'll probably do like hmm. some subtitles. I'd imagine, because if you're going to have this team come in, you think you'd want them to bring that culture to the show too. So the boys are spinning off into this new realm of, you know, the boys Mexico. It's a good thing or a bad thing. Honestly, I love the boys. So as long as there's more content coming, I will watch it. I think they do a great job. It's gory. It's fun. It's different than the regular comic book stuff. Goldie I, has a question. I have, yeah. I, I just don't know. So we just got through a whole writer strike about how important writers are and all this stuff. And I, I, I fully support them. Would this not be called the hombres? <laughs> I'm a little uh, confused. Los, Los Isn't it El Hombres? <laughs> El Hombres. El Hombres. I mean, the boys Mexico sounds a little strange to me. I'm super excited about it, though. I think the boys is arguably one of the best things to hit the, the airwaves, the internets, or whatever the hell we're watching these days. It's excellent. I thought the, the spinoff the was Amazons. good. I, I, yeah, the Amazons, the Amazonians, <laughs> the Bezoses, whatever it is. Um, I'm super looking forward to it. I still think it's strange to call it the boys Mexico. I think it should be the hombre uh, or El Nino, something like that. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's Spanish for the Nino. Los muchachos. That's right, queen. Keep going. Los muchachos. Yeah, I think you're right, Goldie. El Mariachis. That's got to be a show already. There has to be a show called Los Muchachos. (laughs) I'm kind of surprised, though, that they didn't. I'm kind of surprised they didn't actually like call it something different because it's just weird to be like the boys Mexico. I guess they're trying to branch off that name franchise, but still, it's a weird. It seems like a weird choice. I guess it could change because yeah, this is weird. very early on. As you said, Gold, we just came out of this writer strike, so people are just diving in and making content. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this." So maybe yeah, it's yeah. Early it'd be nice title. if they dove in and like shone a little bit, like shine. Let them let them use their brain a little bit and come up with something a little bit more creative than the boys Mexico. What's next? The guys Pacoima. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I would be Breaking Bad too. I already saw that Amazon writers <laughs> right. are coming. The, the people are the WGA is coming after Amazon because some of the productions they haven't hired the writing staff they were supposed to via the guidelines of the new contract. So there's a bunch of writers already fighting Amazon over the writing stuff right now. But like you got to follow the guidelines we just supplied for. We just supplied into this new contract and they haven't been doing that. So maybe there's stuff like that happening that's why amazon doesn't have their ducks in a row when it comes to this but hey i think it's gonna be a good idea but you're right maybe a little bit more mexico seems weird right sabrina what do you think about this are you excited about a the boys mexico edition or do you think that this is something that they should stop doing as it might hurt the whole franchise i mean uh, no one's ever going to stop doing something that's successful and trying to make spinoffs to make more money like that's not ever going to be a thing um i recently like i didn't know seth rogan was behind all this Mm -hmm. that motherfucker is so smart he like produces all of the shit that he's like not even a part of, and then he still acts on everything. And it's a kind. Of, I'm very impressed with him. Um, and I, I, from what I understand, this is kind of like his deal. The show, The Boys, oh, not, yeah. not The Boys Mexico, but um, well, he's still executive producing it. 
Yeah, well, good on him. Uh, the Boys Mexico sounds stupid as fuck. I agree with Goldie one hundred percent. It's like it's like a reality TV show, you know, like Jersey Shore in fucking Palm Beach or some dumb shit like that. Like I don't understand why you would call it the Boys Mexico. Uh, it's definitely not going to be on Telemundo. I think it's just going to be like I don't I don't know. It's like a different branch of these people, I'm guessing. But I didn't watch the news the spinoff that's out right now. What's that called? V some Gen V. Gen V. I'm I, is that is that good? It's apparently rave reviews, and it's uh, it got picked up for another season like halfway through. So, oh, okay, all right. Well, I, I mean, if you got two hits going, I guess give it give it a shot. I'm in. I'm down. I just again agree with Goldie 100. percent The boys Mexico, not not smart. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a good idea. The boys do great content though. So this is just early stages though. So maybe this name will change, but they just want to get oh, something boy. out there and announce it. What about uh, what's he saying here? Um, <laughs> I don't uh, know what that comment means. Bill Mascadas or Blue Demon? <laughs> He's coming up with new names. Yeah, it could be good. It could be good. Mike, oh, look, it, look, she said you know your luchadores. So apparently those are uh, <laughs> a luchador is a wrestler, right? Like a, a yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, with the mask situation. Richard Tracy, oh. I love that picture. Oh, thanks, Babs. Yeah, give us some love to our, our fans here. Mike, what do you think about this? Do you want to check this out? Do you like the idea of the boys spinning it off one more time, or do you think that the spinoffs are getting out of control? Uh, yeah, the spinoff was great. Uh, obviously, the original series was incredible. Um, Diego Luna, I'm a massive Diego Luna fan. Um, he seems like a great person, and he's a terrific actor. Uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, also a uh, really super good actor. I would hope, I guess, what, you think that they're going to do uh, some English and, and some Spanish? I'd love to see a Spanish-only series like that'd be, there's that'd be a, cool. another just just other languages like with the the triple a production investment from you know american firms um like i don't know if it, you've seen uh 30 coins that's a spanish series out of spain i think hbo is behind it um and it's it's incredible <laughs> um, oh boy so yeah i'm, I'm about this show i'm absolutely gonna watch it yeah, I mean, and the boys are known for graphic, gory kind of content. I wonder if they will mm -hmm. keep that into this new franchise. They hundred percent, hundred percent. It was exactly they like have that. to. They have to even more so in the in the one spinoff that's that's there. Like that's the brand, kind of like yeah. It, it's in it, but it's not. It's so weird because it's it's absolutely gratuitous vi violence, but it's it has the irony that makes it, I think, a little bit more enjoyable and a little less disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less disgusting Absolutely. how much you want to bet there's going to be a donkey show there will probably be <laughs> something like that i mean you had like what was the, the sex the orgy party in the, in the one last season of the boys so i mean they they are not afraid yes. to go there that's that's for sure they are I not afraid that, to go there that episode was called hero gasm i'll never forget yep, it it was <laughs> it yeah. sure fucking was that's that's a great name it for was a great. show yeah. yeah that's you know what the boys have been doing it right since day one i think gen v is very good i look forward you to watched it the working title boys mexico and um you know yeah of course i don't watch much but that one i, I know watch. you don't Every watch episode. anything i'm surprised how come you don't that talk one, about it because there's nothing to talk about. It's good, and I don't want to hear anyone bitch about it. I like it. Because <laughs> people. Well, people... when you were watching the boys, you talked about it all the fucking time. Logical question. <laughs> yeah. So why well, didn't I talk about Gen V? Because yeah. it's a guilty pleasure. I'm a 53 year old <laughs> man with two children, and I lock myself up at night, wrap myself in a 
a burrito blanket and I fucking watch Gen V. <laughs> Is that a problem? <laughs> not a problem. I, I, <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's great. I'm just surprised that you have not spoken about it. Leave Goldie alone, Sabrina. Leave him alone. I'll yeah, do what I want. It. Don't tell yeah. me what to do. do what he wants. I, okay? I, she's a bully. She's a bully. I am. <laughs> hey, this is a safe space, Goldie. It's a safe space. No, don't tell him that. He knows, he knows me, okay? He knows. <laughs> you can ask Mike. You I said know. before, safe place. <laughs> Very well. But I don't know, I don't know that, I, that I agree with that. Concur? Okay. You don't concur? But <laughs> I co-sign. I co-sign co for tonight. Okay, fair okay. enough. I think this looks good, though. I'm always excited for more Boys Universe franchise movies, TV shows. Bring everything here. They'll probably be movies before you know it. They'll probably Wait. get into that avenue, too. I think that's going to happen. Uh, it's an actual comic, The Boys, right? Like, it's an actual, like, yep. it's based yes. on, on a comic. Yes. It's just not Gra a DC or Graphic novel, comic. yeah. Yeah, graphic, thank yeah. you. Okay, there you yeah. go. And, and apparently, they've, they've changed it a little bit from the graphic novel. Uh, but, I mean, Homelander is just brutal in there, too. But the whole thing with, uh, what's the new guy? The new guy from this last season. He was changed a lot. I know that. I can't think Soldier of Boy? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy has changed Soldier a lot. Boy. He has changed a lot from there, but I think for the better. I think for the better. He is a stronger character, I think, in the show than he was in the graphic novel, but that's what happens when they adapt, or adapt these things. They have to change things slightly for the screen, and sometimes it's for the best, and sometimes it's not. So, But yeah, I'm, I'm surprised too. I think a feature will come. I think this is just like they wanted to dip their feet in the water and see how Gen V worked, and people loved it, watched it, so now we're going to get more. you know. And that's what happens. When things do well, things come back. And even though it was 1984 when Spinal Tap came out, it did so well in, in our culture that it's coming back for a sequel. How long ago this came out? It's it, it's crazy, but I heard Spinal Tap, the sequel, and I was like, seriously? But yes, a sequel is coming, the Spinal Tap. It's going to start filming in February 2024, so very soon. Rob Reiner was talking about this. He's coming back, of course, to be the director of the mockumentary. He's also directing it. He's all involved in this. He's bringing the whole team back. He's also bringing in Paul McCartney, Elton John, and Garth Brooks. They're going to be in this too somehow. No idea how. He wouldn't say how, but they're going to be in here too. But the whole cast coming back, Christopher Guest, Michael McLean, uh, Harry Shearer, they're all coming back and they're all going to be doing one last concert. Getting together, Spinal Tap, one last concert. And he's going to control the whole thing. He's doing another mockumentary documenting the whole thing and of course this is based off a fake band everybody knows that it was huge though huge everybody culturally they historically toured. They, they toured they, they actually, they're a real band oh yeah <laughs> uh, like uh, like for years and years and years like yeah. like continuously toured but was i thought it was a fake band they but no they well, I no mean, it, it, i thought they were a fake band <laughs> purely <laughs> pure documentary brand no but, but they toured. they made it that made them not. a band and yeah, they toured They've it, toured for years. So it's like um it's like to, in together, right? It's like in together, is that what this is? Remember that 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 boy band they made yeah. on MTV and then they toured oh, and they made a right. whole thing. Yeah, what yeah, yeah, it's exactly well, like what that. a reference. That's in together. That's all that I'm was saying. crazy. U plus B equals calculus. I think that's what it is. Because it's mockumentary, <laughs> and they said that's the thing. It's, it's put into the Library of Congress as like a mockumentary that it has to be like documented throughout all of history. So the fact that it's there, it, it's just a historical piece in cinema. And the idea was oh, it's amazing. A long time, it's a lot. It's amazing that this actually got that Goldie. But are you surprised 80, that after 80, all this time, 84 it came up? Are you surprised that we're doing another one now, or do you think this is just you know pretty much par for the well, course where we are with Hollywood? I, I, I'm gonna tell you this I am the, the guilty member of your panel for not watching a lot of bullshit. I really don't. I there's things that come out, I can't believe they were made. But the one thing that I absolutely will tune into is any sort of mockumentary, which Spinal Tap essentially started. I love the work that Christopher Guest has done along the way. Can we yep. say Waiting for Guffman, for God's mm -hmm. sake, yeah. best in show, 
I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Love Spinal Best Tap is so influential cinematically. <clears throat> forget, forget the incredible cameos. Forget all the incredible moments that we experience as an audience watching this. It literally formed a band which toured. A, it is a band, but it's not. It's a mockery of bands with great fucking music. The ass, the the asinine qualities of of touring and all these things were captured so perfectly in Spinal Tap. It makes perfect sense to me to see these old bastards doing it again and see what they're up to now. <laughs> I cannot wait. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I will say this: I am not a talented musician. I do sort of play music. And I will tell you how influential Spinal Tap is on anyone who has ever picked up an instrument to try to play it. These guys harbor and personify the stupid dream of being a rock star and getting laid. It's so fucking fantastic. And they do it in such a beautiful way. I'm so thrilled about it. I love Spinal Tap. I love everybody involved in it. And I cannot wait to see it. Well, I, I think you're right, Goldie. Like to, to have that kind of niche and you like blow up like that and it leaves such a cultural impact, it's amazing. And if you can Ridiculous. do that again, can, can, they, can they do it again though, Goldie? Will they strike lightning twice? Because the original one didn't do Absolutely. that well in theaters. They don't they have do well to. Theaters? They, don't, they don't have to. They don't have to. The lightning's already been struck. Now we visit the afterburn and I know it's going to be fucking amazing. You know, I don't know what it's going to do financially. I don't know what it's going to do culturally. I know it's going to get me into the theater. That's all that I know. I can't wait to see it. You know, I'm the guy that almost had a heart attack when I watched Bora. I never laughed so hard in my life ever. I love I love this. I love pushing the envelope in a comedic way. Comedy only works when you take it serious. And Spinal Tap really set the groundwork for that. And so I'm super excited. I'm super excited to see it. Mike, are you on the same page with Goldie? Are you super excited about this? Are you kind of quasi-excited? How are you feeling over there? <laughs> I'm incredibly... I, I jam Spinal Tap all the time. I'm doing the dishes. I'm singing, working on a sex farm. Um, or, uh, or Stonehenge, where the demons dwell. Like, it's it's good music. It's unbelievable. Period. Period. Yeah. It's incredible yeah. music. And that's that's the other thing is that... I'm trying to think of what there's so few artists that do this that do the the irony and then like just pure quality musicianship and good music. Uh, all that shit is super singable. Uh, I know that Rob Reiner said that you know they were open to the idea of making uh, more spinal taps for a long time. They were just waiting for a good a good idea for a script. And I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they've been volleyball and ideas like back and forth for this like all the time because these guys see each other like um so i have to imagine and they're not going to make a movie like for a cash grab they like i can't imagine that any of them give a shit at all like if it makes money like because they all have money like they they're gonna do it because they want to get on set with each other and do the improv thing that they're all so incredible at doing um massive and we can't wait to see it Massive cultural phenomenon, like, you're absolutely right on the money, Goldie, just for for the tone and level of level of influence in American comedy. Like, I don't know it gets much bigger than that, frankly. But, you know, it's it's interesting. It's not just comedy. It's not just comedy. Just to everyone in the audience, if you give a shit about being entertained, remember that the most important element is for you as an audience member to be a fly on the wall in all situations. It's really hard to put you as an audience member into that position. 
and the best of the best motion pictures do it. Spinal Tap set the bar very high in doing so. A drama version of that same position as an audience member would be like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I know it's off topic, but it's really (laughs) important to remember. Like I remember being in the theater, seeing that movie and halfway through, I'm like, I think I should go it. These guys are in trouble and I, I don't want to get involved. I'm going to go. That's that's what, that's what we want. Hollywood, big studios, filmmakers, motherfuckers. We want to be a fly on the wall being witness to something that's just fucking unreal, that just brings us to connect with that moment. And I will say that these improv films, you know, Shit's Creek in a lot of ways has a lot of those qualities. This is great show. This is what the hum- the human connection that frankly Aquaman will never have. And, and, it's a and buddy comedy, dude. That's the reality. Yeah, the Aquaman's a buddy comedy. Yeah, right. Spring is right. This is this is what I what? this is what I want. Hope we find out. Hope we find out in Spinal Tap too. Is over the years, how many drummers have they gone through? Because I gotta imagine they're well well into the double digits by this point. Well, this is their last round up. <laughs> Right. Maybe, maybe they'll yeah, bring wait. them all back somehow. You know, it's our last hurrah. They'll have like a bunch yeah, of people survived. <laughs> I think probably very few of them survived. It'll be the Deadpool there, version of Spinal Tap. Next up, next up, Spinal Tap's number one hit: My prostate's burning like a tiki torch. <laughs> it could be a thing. It's gonna be it amazing. Be fucking amazing. Yeah. Sabrina, are you excited about this or what? How do you feel about Spinal Tap? Are you a fan of that? Absolutely. 110%. I'll watch anything that Christopher Guest does, honestly. He's fucking hilarious. And like that, the team of people, like he always reuses the same actors and stuff. I mean, this is Spinal Tap was uh, like, he hadn't found that like core group yet that kept like recurring. I mean, some of them obviously, yes, have been in everything all the way up to, uh, what was the last one? A Mighty Wind, I think. Was that the last one that he did? Anybody? Yeah. Okay. No. So good. No. uh, What was the one home for Porum or something like that? Oh right, I don't think I something saw like that. that. It didn't. It didn't do well. It was super Jewy and very Hollywood insidey, and but it was fun. I mean, I watched it of course because I'm. I mean, idiot, that's but... the thing though. It doesn't have to be like it's. I mean, there are moments where you're dying, fucking dying, and there are moments where you're like, okay, that was a choice. But like, that, that's the fun of it. That's what's so great about it. You know what I mean? And I, I love. I mean. Fuck, I don't know. They've been touring forever. They have such a fucking camaraderie, like that group of people. And just to watch them, like, exactly like you said, like a fly on a wall. I would love to just see them at a fucking bar and be like, what is happening here? Like, I'm thrilled for it. I can't wait for it. I'm so fucking jazzed. I think it's fucking brilliant. And I love that it's a million fucking years later. I just, I I literally cannot wait. I think it's going to be spectacular. I agree. I got hearts. (laughs) Quick, grab the defibrillator. Oh, that is thumping Clear. in the headphones, Brian. <laughs> What's thumping in the headphones? It's oh, the heart? thumping, yeah. Oh, does it really? Oh, um, yes. I don't hear it. Well, I guess that's something new they gave us, so now we know that the heartbeats are very loud. But yeah, mm-hmm. Spinal Tap. I would love that. I mean, everyone talks about, even when it comes down to, think about GR. rock bands and hair and big hair bands I'm like oh yeah it's spinal tap all the time so they definitely have a niche that people remember them for and i think that this is going to be something that will be special for fans especially because yeah. it was one of those movies that like i said it, it wasn't huge at the time when it first came out but then it just blew up 
And it just like became one of those things, a cult classic that people just love to watch. So also like a lot of them all went to improv together. So like they all like it's it's like it's an art form, you know, and then there's like to be able to like loosely have a concept and then go out and fucking just make it up as you go along. Like there's something that's really beautiful. And they're the kings too. All those guys are massive kings. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about it. Everyone's stoked about it, I think, too. I saw this and I was kind of shocked about it, but I was like, oh, this is something we definitely have to talk about because let us know everybody if you like Spinal Tap because it is one of those things like Queens that maybe a lot of people don't know what it is anymore or who they are, but I hope that they have an impact where they bring Spinal Tap to a new generation. And they'll probably bring the 80s back pretty hard, I would think, maybe, you know? I feel like people are like, yeah, fucking rock bands, hair, give me all that shit, I want that now, but... You know, which, by the way, actually... Spinal Tap is, is influential on all of that. I mean, I don't think the hair man actually really existed until the asinine idiocy, idiocy that was presented in Spinal Tap took hold to the to the psyche of the musicians that watched it and like, dude, that's fucking rad. Look, leopard fucking skin tight shit and all that's fucking amazing. That's true. David it, Lee it's, Roth it's, probably wasn't doing it before that. Before that, hundred percent. Twisted Sister made, comes yeah. into play. They made <laughs> oh. ugly. They made being D. ugly Snyder. and knowing how to play an instrument super fucking cool. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. yeah. 100%. If they could do it, I could do it. Yeah, but I love well, Speaking of the 80s, though, everybody, another thing that will actually probably tap into your actual spinal tap is Aliens. And now the new Alien show is coming forward. And Timothy Oliphant's been signed on to take the lead. So we talked about this before. It's an FX series moving forward by Noah Hawley. And they've been developing it. They were shooting in Thailand before the writer's strike. And then they kept shooting with them until the actors struck. And when that happened, they had a couple actors on equity. And they were trying to keep going for a little bit. But then they had to shut down because of the actors strike. And then they had to put in the back burner. Well, now they're getting back up. They're going to start shooting next year again, probably January, February. They said get back out there and start shooting. And they announced that Timothy Oliphant is going to be leading the whole cast moving forward. And this takes place three decades before Alien 1. So we're going back and back in time before Sigourney Weaver, going way back in time. And hopefully, hopefully it's going to be good. I mean, it's a series for FX and it's a whole new franchise for a whole new dynamic, I would say, for Alien. And to me, I think this kind of works. Talking about reboots and stuff, let's, let's do this they're also doing an alien movie though by the way alien romulus comes out this coming year like in february and that's already done in the can that takes place between alien one and two not to be confused ridley scott's executive producing all of it of course he is he's got his fingers in it they actually brought back the original the original crew from or the the creative people did the costuming from the alien movie to recreate all the monsters too which i think is fucking awesome so you're gonna have legit xenomorphs from the original franchise in these new movies and tv shows moving forward but i'd like to meet the elephant I think he's great. I think he'd be fantastic in this. I love him. I think he's a lot of TV. Done a lot of TV. Usually he's great in TV. Last time I think I saw him was in Mandalorian. And uh, he was looking very skinny, though. I was worried he was getting maybe, yeah, you know. Yeah, very peaked. I was very worried that he was getting sick or something like that. But the fact that he's still going strong during this makes me excited for him. So I think he's a good leading man for a TV show. And Alien, like, why not? I think you can do it. Mike, what do you think? Do you see Timothy Oliphant killing some xenomorphs or what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I like Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. I, uh, you, he's got a, uh, he's got a little love affair with Conan, and they always give each other a really super hard time. So I've got a little bit of endearment toward him from that angle. I can't remember like what I even know him from. Oh, dude, Timothy Oliphant. He was like you know, justified yeah, for years. I don't know if you're yeah, watching. There's a justified spinoff that's happening currently. Isn't yeah, there? yeah, there is. Never yeah, watched the justified spinoff. I don't yeah. know what it's called. I've always confused him with Josh Duval or whatever. Dumel. Uh, Dumel. I always Dumel, confuse yeah, those yeah. two. Came up so much so that, like, 
Josh then they put a picture of like of Timothy in a Christmas card and sent it to his mother, and his mother didn't know it wasn't him. So that's fun, fun inside stuff. But I like him. I like. I think he's a great I like actor. These alien clips. I just, I just want you to intersperse this this clip in like just anytime <laughs> no, it's getting. Uh... Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my good time girl. Uh, <laughs> that's not. Yeah. That's not even that. Baseball. That's not even that scene. It's um, very. But that's what that was like making fun of. Similar. I mean, spaceballs, right? Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know about Timothy Oliphant, but I do know that I'm super jazzed that uh, what we're getting a new alien movie because I mean even the you know even the less successful alien movies I was about and I enjoyed uh, and I just kind of want more of the universe. So new movie, a uh, new series is really exciting to me. They're making a push, I guess, for more like just expand that IP, and I think that there's enough world there to to expand. So I want to get into it. Uh, and then, uh, Rose, no, I'm full of it. Rose, hard no. Here's the thing. Goldie, you what know, you think, man? <laughs> Not say, fair. You get to I go just... before me every time, and we have the same opinion on everything. <laughs> Are you go first. You go first. You're gonna go first, Sabrina. Sabrina's up. No, Sabrina, no, Sabrina, you're, Sabrina, you, have a, go, you have a very go, strong opinion. Go, go ahead. Sabrina, go ahead. Sabrina, what do you think about this? Go now, great. of course, before before we dive go in, Sabrina, he's also gonna be playing. I don't know if you're a big fan of the Alien franchise, but he's playing a character no, named Kirsch, a synth who acts as a mentor and trainer for a a, a child named Wendy, who is a hybrid, a metahuman who is the brain and consciousness oh, no. of a child with the body of an adult. Oh right, so, so it's I'm, a it's a Thundercats situation. Lionel from Nash Thundercats Nash. was oh, in that no. same situation. Of course, uh, yeah, he's a synth. He's too good looking to be a normie. Sabrina, has that changed your mind about this at all? Fuck no! It makes it worse. <laughs> are you actually? Are you fucking kidding me? This is so stupid and dumb and over. It's over. Like, how many failed alien things have happened? Like, why are we? Why? Why are you doing this? I don't understand. Do something else. Find something else. I love. I love Timothy Oliphant. I love him. I think he's great. I think he's wonderful. I love watching him. He's a great actor. I do not. Wow, what a picture. That is something. Um, uh, okay, so whatever. No, hard fucking no. I don't understand. Like a series, really? Like I just, and, and another movie before the series. The last one sucked. The one before that sucked. Like enough is enough. Like, please, just stop. I don't like find a new idea. And if you want to make an alien movie, sure. Make a new one, a different one, a better fucking one, okay? Don't revive shit that sucked balls. That the, There was like one good movie a million years ago. Stop. Just fucking stop. You could put Ryan Reynolds in that shit and I still wouldn't watch oh, it. Oh, that's a lie. You would watch no, it. No, I would not. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. You would, would watch not. it and you'd pleasure yourself. Of course. No, I would not. <laughs> uh, and Queen's saying that a hybrid isn't that species. It sounds like species a little bit. They're saying like a hybrid, alien, human hybrid, and then there's. It's like Hermione of Harry Potter. She's the fucking half human what? and half magic bitch. <laughs> you know what? You know what gets glossed over too much in these conversations? Here's what gets glossed over too much. What causes inspiration? What is the impetus? What what is what sparks these movies? What made Alien so fucking unbelievable? And what it was was exactly what made Ridley Scott insane. H.R. Geiger's artwork. It inspired an entire direction for a movie. It was absolutely unbelievable. And it changed the world because no one had really ever seen it. It wasn't mainstream enough. And he made it mainstream. And he created an entire universe in the realm of H.R. Geiger's work. And it was incredible. And it didn't matter really what happened, but what happened in the first game was amazing. Subsequent sequels had some really cool shit. There's some good movies there. Moments. Some great Moments. But there are moments. Exactly right. And the reality is, who the fuck wants to revisit a reimagination of something that's already happened? 
you know, this is back to what I said on some episodes previous. District 9 changed the world for me. Yep. That so was good. in a completely yeah, original take on Aliens. They were here. The effects were fresh. Everything about it was unique. I don't know if everybody knows the story, but the man that played the lead, I'm sorry, forgive me, I don't know his name. Oh, this is so was great. The I'll, look, I'll look up his name. He was the producer oh, of Vickers. the movie. and Yes, and he also played Vickis in the short, which got Peter Jackson involved in producing the movie and getting it mainstream. They hired a lead actor to play Vickis. Charlotte Sh- Copley. didn't show up. That's his name. Thank you. That's off, that's off the dome. Okay. You didn't have to look that up. They hired you, they hired an actor to play it when it finally got some money and they were going to make a feature. He didn't show up or something happened where he just didn't fit the bill. And this dude, who was sort of like a friend, who like he was the lead in that. I ask every fucking person watching me to listen to my voice right now. Watch District 9 and watch the arc that that character took from beginning to end. It is absolutely breathtaking. In my opinion, that was the best movie of that year and should have won the Oscar for it. Unfucking believable. But back to Alien. That was an Alien movie that was fresh. I'm ready to sit in Mm -hmm. a theater for a fresh Alien movie. And I just did. I just did for Creator, and I think it had a lot going for it. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't all brand new. It wasn't perfect, like I say, but it was fresh. There were some fresh elements. I'm ready yep. for fresh. I do not want fucking brown bananas anymore. I'm done. If it's got, if it's got your stamp, I'll, I would, I've been uh, a skeptical of the Creator, but if it's got your stamp, I'll, uh, I'll check it out. I, I enjoy it's worth creator. checking out. There's a lot. There's a lot there to enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy. I mean, I had some people like giving Crater quite a bit of hate at times, but I enjoy Crater. And you're right; it is a different take. You on enjoyed it. it. You fell asleep. What I watched the rest of it later. Oh. I did watch the rest of it later. I enjoyed it. I have a tendency to fall asleep in theaters sometimes. It happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so cozy, especially the with reclining chairs. Are chairs you're screwed. <laughs> they should you're go screwed. back. Back Take to the your old... feet up. They go back. Some of them vibrate. I mean, you're good to go. Spice. Good night. Shout out to Travis. Yeah. Uh, yes, the uh, creator did tank. Yeah, but tank. that's, I mean, also it came out when no actors could do any promotion for the fucking film. Like, it was like a whole, it, I feel like it tanked, like, due to no fault of its own. I think it would have gotten a larger audience if there was promotion available and the actor strike wasn't happening and all of the things. Like, but and it, 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 I, also, it also tanked because you had to think a little bit. It wasn't spood fed to you. It was it was characters that had some depth. People don't want that. You know what they want? Aquaman. They want to see if Aquaman's <laughs> gonna fart underwater and then a whale's gonna jump. That's what they want to fucking do. Well they actually don't want it. <laughs> Well, generally now, speaking, now you know, yeah, generally that's why studios churn out this shit all the time instead of making thoughtful things. You know what I mean? Like that's it. It is what it is. That's their escapism. fucking formula. Escapism. When the outside world gets horrible, the it just turns into pretty colors. Watch the flashing lights, and you know, forget about your horrible. Life oh, look at this! This is a hot. This minutes. is a hot take, Travis. Yeah. Walter and David coming in. Uh, what's that guy? What's the guy's name that plays him? I love him. Uh, 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 Bender. Michael. Uh, Michael, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Great job, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, there's good ideas great. to be had in this universe. It's big enough. There are, to, there's a lot to, of ideas. Encapsulate these fresh ideas. But Mike, they're trying. Uh, they're trying Travis, to get. They're trying to get again, bud. 
Uh, they're trying to like make this franchise, you know, a universe now. That's what they're trying to do. We talked about this before, and there's gonna be more coming off this as long as these do well. And FX is gonna just keep. It's gonna be FX on Hulu, and they'll just keep making those happen. I mean, you get Timothy Oliphant. He's down to play multiple seasons of a show as it is. So I think it could go for a long time. <laughs> like you're his agent. He's like he's super down. He loves multiple seasons. Multiple seasons equals multiple he'll orgasm. Work. He'll work we for are you. in. He's your man of the hour to pick on those xenomorphs. I'm saying right now, he can fight anything. Ecstasy. Animals, superheroes, you name it. Fucking space aliens. Queens. He's got it. So, yeah. <laughs> Spoiling it all. But yeah, this, this universe I, is moving forward. But Goldie, they're going to do a movie too. Do you think yeah. a movie would do better than the uh, show? Or do you think that, again, this is just too oh, much of this alien world? You know what? I don't think it's too much of an alien world. Make it fucking fresh. Make yeah. it fucking fresh. That's all I'm asking. I mean, you know, yeah. do we want to find out something new sure but i don't think we're going to it's been so fucking played out i just tread and you're going back in time now even more they were going back in time for prometheus before trying to change the further and back alien, in time. this covenant is what i back, back being, covenant was bad back to being a fly on the wall as an audience member you want to be a fly on the wall it's really hard to fucking do that when you're going back in time sorry yeah goldie it's just very we have a question for you this is uh, Who's the, the brown same? banana people? <laughs> <laughs> Not fresh, I do a right? flaming, but I do use brown bananas for a flaming banana dance. I do at dusk on Thursdays. Tune in. You're gonna miss it. <laughs> the flaming banana, the brown flaming banana. This this is, that's this a lot. Is a, it's called this Goldie's is a problem Foster. With, this is a problem with uh, with developing a universe, though, right? You get tied into you get tied into the canon and keeping continuity. So that's kind of a restraint for the writers in terms of what they're allowed to do. That's fresh, right? That's why you make yeah, a new I mean, fucking movie. Yeah. You don't make any more aliens. You're just enough. Like, do something else. Aliens are so hot it's right crazy. now, though. They're talking about them in the news. You know, people have all the court cases Look, about like releasing the alien news. Aliens anyway. And so people are like, let's do no aliens. I, I, movie. I know. Look, I, I did a movie with Danny DeVito a few years back. And he said, Goldie, you're so funny. Why don't you make a movie? I go, well, I'm trying to write something. He said, what do you mean trying to write something? Just write it. I said, I, I don't know. I'm not so good at writing. He goes, let me tell you how to write. There's a cat. It goes up a tree. The cat gets stuck in the tree. The cat comes down out of the tree. There's your movie. Now get to work. <laughs> it really is that. You don't. Finding something fresh is not that fucking hard. The problem is, is the people Hashtag behind geez. these projects. Yeah, the, the people behind these projects. Look, I've been trying to make a movie for 30 years. It's one of the funniest so things I've ever read in my it's entire so life. Good. It's absolutely brilliant. If anyone wants to make an incredible rated R comedy, I'm your guy. I got the script. I co-wrote it. It's phenomenal. Let's it talk is. about that later. But the reason <laughs> it doesn't get made is because it's risky. And nobody yeah. wants to make anything risky. What makes it risky? Exactly. It's a little off color. There's some tits in it. There's a guy kicking another guy. There's a little bit of racial humor in it. All the stuff we actually love as audience members, but no one is willing to take the risk. I'm a first time guy to do a big movie. They don't want me to do it. Get the actors, whatever. The point of this is they don't want to take risks. They want to go where it's safe. And the problem is with safety is it's fucking boring. And we're all bored. Aquaman is fucking boring. Let's give us mm -hmm. something new. Give us something fresh. That's all we're asking for. All of us. H and Chill is telling you, Goldie, how about a uh, a cat and a Christmas tree? 
There you go. Holiday special. There's, oh, it's very reminiscent of the Puss squirrel in the Christmas tree. Santa's pussy. Santa's pussy. Perfect. Special pussy. Santa's special me. pussy. I will, I will fucking wait in line in the fucking snow to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but if you give me Stephen the Lonely Elf, I'm down. I'm out. This is not a story, Travis. This is not. Travis that's is not a story. Travis <laughs> <laughs> is throwing shit out there. I mean, literally. But yeah, but this is the thing. Alien franchise again. Like Goldie said, it's it's a franchise that people know they love. It's a brand, and so they're saying we can just no, easily. No, people make know it. Not no one loves it. Everyone's sick of it. No one likes it anymore. We're done with it. It's Everyone loved the original. Loved. Yeah. It passed tense. Yeah. Yeah. Past tense. Correct. Well, like that's right. But the thing is, though, it's going to happen, more. though, Sabrina. They got the movies coming out next year. The series is going to continue shooting next year. Don't care. And we're going to get a lot more coming forward from that because, again, Hard it's test. a very popular IP, and popular IPs do very well. That they, they, hope, they hope they will. They think they will. But somebody else that they think will do very well making something about their life is about Prince Andrew, Mr. Partier, Prince Andrew himself. A new series is coming forward, and we talk about the you know royal family once in a while, but this is by Amazon. And to me, I heard about this series, and it's like it's only three episodes. But you got Michael Sheen coming in to play Prince Andrew. Love He's him. fucking great. Well, it reminds me a little bit of Frost Nixon, this a little bit, everybody, because of course you got Michael Sheen, but also it's really about the interview. It's about the whole build up to the interview with Prince Andrew about Epstein. And so when it goes down, Emily Maitlis actually sits down with him and then hits him hard. Gibson interview came out like four or five years ago, blew up everywhere. And everyone's like, oh, shit, this guy is really was involved with Epstein. Like So much so, like, after Epstein was convicted and came home, he's like, well, I had to go there personally to tell him I couldn't be friends anymore. And they're like, well, why'd you stay there for four days? And he's like, well, you know, I, I, you know I just, it was just easy to, uh, you know, stay there. <laughs> he's like, did you have a party? They had a party for you, too, and you were the person of honor? He's like, I, well, I wasn't the person of honor. If you're calling a dinner party a party. But anyways, they were friends. And so, like, this interview came out, and it shook the royal family quite a bit. So now the Amazon's doing this three-part drama series about the whole sit down everything leading him up maitlis and her whole story building up for prepping for the interview and she's being played by by um ruth wilson who is fucking great she's great she always plays an evil ass character if you've seen um uh what's the uh fuck, fuck, what's that what's that hbo show ah i'm going blank on it but I need another his clip. dark materials his dark materials she was oh, awesome in I his dark her. materials she's a cunt. She, but she she'd be great for this i terrible think. person and honestly, it's a good it's a good idea. I just think that is it too early for something like this? Should we be making something this soon? Because honestly, I mean the royal family is big and we love talking about the royal family, but like Prince Andrew, again, he's not gonna be king. Uh, he was always known for the partier, and this is like Epstein thing is kind of old news, but maybe it's something good. M maybe some good. Sabrina, I'm going to you first on this. Do you think this is a good idea to make this? Michael Sheen's awesome, by the way. I think the casting is fabulous. I think it's interesting to have him on the opposite side being grilled. I think about him acting as Prince Andrew after watching this video it might be actually pretty great acting. But is this a good concept for Amazon? Should they be making this? Or do you think that they should leave the royal family alone? Uh, leave Britney alone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, honestly, I, I I love Michael Sheehan. I I feel like it has uh you know potential. It'll probably be good. People are somehow weirdly obsessed like with the royal family like that live in America. Like there's it's like this weird like I know a lot of people who are like super obsessed with the monarchy and the very like I mean I know people got up at like three in the morning to watch the coronation of Prince Charles. Like what or King Charles? I don't know at that point like what happened when it happened. I don't whatever. Anyway, I'm not gonna get up at two a. 
a.m. to watch a fucking World Cup soccer game, and I'm certainly not going to get up at fucking 4 a.m. to watch someone fucking be paraded around the streets in a cart. So I don't really understand, like, I, I respect it. And I think that people who abuse it, like Meghan Markle, like, you can go fuck yourself. Like, just do your... Oh, wow, that's a really good picture. He kind of looks like Nicholson in that picture. Oh, these two fucks. <laughs> I can't. Um, anyway, whatever. My point is, is I... I, 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 I Meghan Markle is so You said, you said her name, so I, I didn't... Oh, God. I, was how did you... You had that queued up? Just you knew a, I was going to mention her I, somehow because I, I hate happened. her so They're much? They're back to Los Angeles, by the way, Sabrina, just so you know. You what? Did he just throw a bowling ball? Is that what this picture is? Aren't they in Los Angeles? Like, they're somewhere. We're going to move to Malibu. Now we're moving to LA, LA. That's right, H. and Chilla. Ruth Wilson is evil in real life. So it is typecasting. And she's she has a Muppet face. No, thank you. I feel like it's intriguing. I feel like people will watch it if it's acting, you know, good acting, like whatever. I think it's going to do, I think it's going to do very well. I don't think the royal family is going to enjoy it. I think it's going to be a problem, you know, because there is a lot. He's he got what? what is they stripped him of his title, you know, like fucking yeah. moved him somewhere else. Like it's you know, there's a lot. It's a lot of controversy for them that they're trying to step away from. So especially after all the Prince Harry stuff, and you know, even like the king is like, you know, I, he's he's a fool that boy for what he did, you know. So, oh, I mean, I I mean, this is way worse than any of that. It's true. Like way fucking worse. I mean, like they've Dude, already had problems. They don't, they don't want them put themselves I mean, out Jesus there anymore. Christ. I don't know. I, I, but people are gonna watch it. I'm, I'll probably watch it to be fucking Great fair. Casting. I love Michael. Sheen. Am I, he's really, really, really good. She's the one cunt. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Um, I wish she was playing Meghan Markle in something because that would be real fitting. Um, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's gonna be a problem for the royal family. Not a problem, but like it's just more negative attention that they don't want, you know, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, that being said, no one gives a fuck. And Amazon's trying to get some of that Netflix money from those other two idiots. So I, you know, I'm I don't fault them for it. I'm I'm surprised someone didn't kind of jump on this sooner. To be honest with you, I mean, you. yeah, it's been. I'm I'm just surprised because to me, honestly, I thought they wait longer. I mean, it's been four years, but I mean, still, it's, you thought they'd wait longer? Yeah, four I, years is not long. I, They're I, making I just, a movie about that. Those poor people who blew up in the ocean. Like five minutes later, I, like four. You thought four years is I, not long I, enough. I know they're doing that. Was the Titan? They're doing that. Yeah, they're doing that series or that movie too. But That's this, I just, I just don't know. It just seems like like it's not a left field for me. Goldie, is this something you think they should be doing right now, or you think that Amazon is just cashing in on some IP they probably got involved with? Well, I mean, I think it's it's kind of riveting in the sense that our lives are all kind of puny and miserable and we all imagine ourselves being rich and able to do whatever the fuck we want. But when someone's rich and does whatever the fuck they want and what they want to do is abuse young women, I don't know that I'm going to tune into that. So for me, um, I think it's probably oh in poor taste. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan in, 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 in this situation. I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I think the whole Epstein situation is atrocious. Awful. And it's something yeah, that smart. is, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've seen documentaries. On it. I'm certainly intrigued by it. I want to understand how a piece of shit with money can get away with. Yeah. How is it like possible? It's, it's really, it's really disgusting. Um, for me, I can understand as an actor being interested in, in portraying a dark motherfucker like this. Um, mm -hmm. Look, you know, for me, I'm a simple guy, man. I want to go to the movies. I, I want to be entertained. I'm not terribly entertained by a spoiled cunt ruined the lives of young women and took advantage of them and is a pig.
And I say that because I believe that that's the truth. So, oh, 100%. you know, for me, I'm not I'm not waiting in line for this thing. I mean, I'm sure there's going to oh, be no. some it's good performances. There might be more to the story. Is it going to be in the know. movies? It's an Amazon. It's, it's Amazon. an, it's an yeah. Amazon thing. It's not going to be in the yeah, movies. Three-part it's series. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, my version of going to the movies is putting my feet up and tuning in. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I just, I, I just think it's in poor taste. I, I, again, there might be some great performance and there might be some part of this. I don't know. You know, we yeah. only know what we know that's in the mainstream media, et cetera. Maybe this guy is just a fucking amazing victim. We'll find out. Bullshit. Me, I personally, yeah, that would be not, a problem for me. Deal, I, I hope, like, see, my, my hope is that it will show exactly the opposite. Like, that's, that's well, I hope, what I hope, I hope it will so do. too. I hope it will show what, what I, I, I believe so the truth is to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Prince Andrew is pretty uh, yeah, much like, for, for he, sure. so it's such denial about it. He's like, he had no idea, but then oh, bitch, he's, please. Stay, he's, he, he'd stay at his house, he'd have him over, he'd have parties for him all the time, and they'd hang out all the time. He was to Epstein Island, and he, in the interview, so he's pure, talking about it too. He said, oh, he said he had no idea. He was being a gentleman, he said, by going and... Of course and, and, you were. If that's true. If that's true, and this movie brings that to light, and it is actually true, I'll listen. I'm an atheist, but How are you right? going to know it's actually you show right? Me, you show me proof that God exists. I'm, I'm willing to look, you know? So yeah. I think this guy's guilty as fuck. I think he's a filthy, slimy piece of shit pig who's gotten everything he's ever wanted. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to do, and what he wanted to do was act like a fucking asshole. If yeah. this movie sheds some light on that, that's fine. I personally don't need to see him behave like an asshole. I don't need to know what led him to be an asshole. I don't want to see how he was an asshole. I don't want to even hear him try to justify it. And I hope it does paint him a picture as being a piece of shit. But me I don't, too. again, I don't, for me, after a long day of fielding emails, phone calls, and trying to support my family, I'm not going to tune into this and try to escape watching this piece of shit. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's definitely not an escape. It's definitely not. It's definitely not. And I feel like there'll be probably a lot of backlash from this, but hopefully you're right. Hopefully some good stuff comes out where it shows like what actually happened. And it, I, I don't want to see this either. I don't want to see this goal. There's no point to this, but you know what? The, 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 Mike, Michael I didn't want to watch that Meghan like, Markle oh, fucking could... whatever the fuck his name is fucking four part, th- four part thing. But I watched that piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you get bored. You're I mean, like, all right, my... let's see what this is. And also I'm, I'm pretty Michael sure Michael is going to kill it. But he probably thought it'd be he's good. Gonna he's he's going to kill it. He's, he's going to kill it. But if he was doing And as an actor, to watch an actor like Hitler that perform. Was, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, Goldie, I mean, go I ahead. You know, again, I was just going to say, I mean, he's an incredible actor. I've actually worked with him. Yeah. I did Twilight Breaking Dawn the last two episodes. He was in it. We had a great camaraderie. He's a great man. He's a very talented actor. And he's very committed to what he does. And again, I don't judge him for doing the work. I think from right. an actor's perspective, it's probably very challenging and exciting to do something like this. I'm telling you, I'm an audience member. That's what I try to bring to your show. And as an audience member, for me, I, I just don't have, you know, I, I'm sure that Hitler didn't raise to rise to his his popularity because he wasn't funny. Probably was the funniest motherfucker in the room. But if Michael Sheen wanted to do a movie about how funny and charismatic and wonderful Hitler was, I also probably wouldn't want to see that because he also exterminated six million fucking Jews. 100%. So, you know. Yeah, I think, again, there's just some things for me, just as an audience member, they don't they don't resonate with me. I'm not judging people for going, and I'm not judging studios for making it. For me, that's not one I'm interested in. 
Yeah. I I heard heard this and I was just shocked too. Like I said, I, I didn't think this was something they'd actually even touched for a long time. Uh, and there's just like so much controversy and I'm surprised the royal family is letting it move forward if they even have any say in it. But again, there's no need for a drama like this. They definitely don't have anything. No, probably not. Look what happens to them. Mike, no, I mean, for me, I was just going to, yeah. let me just end with, for me, if but, you yeah. wanted to do Epstein, if you wanted to do yeah. Epstein, and yeah. the- darkness of that motherfucker and the misery that he went through as he was suicided in prison i tune into that i would love to watch this piece of shit suffer i would love to see how lonely he was when he was executed in prison let's face it he was and i want to that's what i want to fucking silenced this guy but there's that guy still walking around and eating cornish fucking hens fuck him but that's the thing of it though is like there's supposed to be like this crossover where you do get that side as well which you know is obviously the the more i don't know interesting he, I he guess, ate a nicer art. dinner than i did tonight fuck this guy <laughs> i haven't even eaten dinner so fuck you too he probably did yes <laughs> uh, mike what do you think about this do you think this will cause more controversy for the royal family uh is this something you tune in for or do you think like everybody else is like why are we making this will it cause more controversy <laughs> i mean i think it, it'll it'll add heat to an existing situation mm-hmm. i mean it, it's never going away but they just they just want to turn turn crank down the level of heat and this isn't going to help them do that uh am i going to watch it you know i watch a lot of salacious stuff brian uh the boys like it doesn't get much more salacious than that but when it comes to like hyper powerful uh creeps like like this i have a hard time tuning in just because it's super bleak like i never watched the uh i never watched the michael jackson documentary like because i think you can get the gist of it and then you know and then you don't have to spend 90 minutes thinking about like oh my god we live in a world where people are exploited like this it just feels bad um so yeah probably won't check it out i'll look at the reviews on rotten tomatoes maybe i will you, you made an interesting <laughs> point about the frost nixon the frost nixon yeah. thing so it there's it's compelling nixon. there's a compelling film to be made here uh, what i am excited for is clearly we all think that michael sheen is a terrific actor terrific, actor, yeah. terrific comedic actor i played wesley snipes in a memorable cameo on 30 rock um uh but uh yeah i can see uh like a hard drama like this uh really catapulting his career because he he has the chops and it happened to olivia coleman let's oh, i love forget. her oh she's great um she was a she was a really you know a comedian that was in all kinds of stuff and she just got rocketed straight to the top um so i can very easily see in that happen for michael sheen too and i hope it does happen yeah, I think he's great. He's, though. he's I, doing I, all right. Yeah. yeah, I think he's doing pretty good. But I, I, I do love him a lot. I think he's a great actor. And honestly, with this project, though, he doesn't need it. I don't think anybody really needs it. And I think nobody really wants it. Goldie wants it as much as... Uh, <laughs> I think he wants that drink more than that. Uh, but yeah, I just don't I just don't get the point or the appeal for it. I just don't anymore. But they're still moving forward this royal family stuff. They still want to make more problems uh, for the royal family. And you know what? They, it sounds like Prince Andrew deserves it. And honestly, maybe this will shed some more light. That interview was fucking nuts. If he's in the interview, like she literally hits him hard with everything. He's like a bumbling fool a lot of times because he has no idea what to say because any reasonable person would be like why the fuck are you hanging out with this person for four days staying at their house why are you hanging out with them and why are there pictures of you with these girls that are underage which is why i feel yeah. like they're gonna it's gonna expose a lot of shit or bring like the knowledge to people who don't know about this fucking shit you know what i mean like i'm a psa you know 
Yeah. Kind of, yeah. But he was he was very involved with Epstein. They were like apparently best friends. So end of the day, he's got to deal with his own demons. He has to. And they're all going to be on the screen very soon. Throw him off a cliff. You know, the thing is, yep. The thing is, the thing is, which makes it worse, it's it's exactly what we all have seen most recently with our former president. You literally watch them do stupid shit that's totally that's wrong, and they go, "You didn't see anything." It's what? the most insulting mm-hmm. of. It's the most insulting. That's a really of good behavior. point. But and that's that the thing that just board. makes it unpalatable, man. It's unpalatable. You know, I mean, if there that's was really some shit point. we didn't know. There's some shit we didn't know about this prince cunt. Then maybe I would tune in, but I don't need to know anything other than what I saw with my own two fucking eyes yeah. to yeah. not be interested. It's like to me, it's like the company you keep. You know, I know a lot of people believe in Sky Daddy and they go to church and they put the money in the thing and whatever. And I'm thinking, but didn't you see the kids getting raped? It's the company you keep, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh well, my church. I, it doesn't matter. It's it's the company you keep. So for me, like tuning in was like. It's just dirty. And I have yeah. no interest. Yeah. That makes it's sense. It's super dirty. That makes sense. Uh, I tell you, I mean, the whole thing is just a lot. And honestly, something else has been kind of driving me nuts. We've all been talking about a lot. His dating lineup. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, the, his dating lineup, everything that happened with him, it's a lot to deal with, a lot to talk about. Something else, a really heavy topic that of course is on everyone's mind today because the trial started Uh-oh. for Jonathan Majors. Here and now leads me to our feature story of the night. So the trial started today, the trial of Jonathan Majors, day one. Uh, they're protecting about seven day trial, maybe five to seven days. That's kind of what's being in the media. I mean, we're not sure about that. Of course, today they had a sit down meeting with no press beginning because there's all this information that they don't want out there. Actually, the defense doesn't want out there. So they sat down and they talked about are we going to let that other case out? Because apparently something came down. We talked about this before where there's another case involved in the UK, a police incident and something to do with the hospital that involved Jonathan Majors and speculation on the internet is it's another situation where they had an altercation with the same girl and she ended up in the hospital. Now that's just, you know, what people are speculating. No one knows for sure what that information is, but the defense does not want this out there. They're calling it inflammatory evidence. There remains and it should remain under seal. It shouldn't be involved in this case. Shouldn't be a part of this case. Everyone wants to know what it is. The press don't know. Well, the judge said, he goes, well, I'm going to make a verdict by tomorrow morning. If we'll allow that to get out there. But he says, regardless if the press get it, everyone's going to know it. And they're worried about tampering with the with the jury they're like well the jury hears about this now it's gonna make them vote that he's guilty which again is weird because the information is that you know <laughs> damning then maybe that's something that people need to know and everyone's speculating it be it could be prior bad act witnesses which means in you know in the court case it's, he has a pattern of a certain behavior now if they allow this evidence and it becomes a prior bad act witness case then it really could blow out of the water it could be like well this is something that he has a tendency of doing but we don't know yet we don't know all we have is information we've gotten moving forward and apparently of moving forward they cannot refer to either of them as victims the prosecution or defense cannot call jonathan majors a victim or jabari a victim that can't be in there she is going to testify she will testify in this trial there's no word if he's going to yet, but he came into the court with this Bible in his hand, which again, I, I whenever I see someone coming to court with the Bible, it makes me kind of go, oh, it seems a little scary. I don't, I don't, you know what? Each their own, but to me, it feels like it's uh, like a show a little bit, but you never know. Maybe he's very totally religious. performative. 
It seems like that, Mike, but he came with this Bible. They sat down, they started this morning. The jury's being picked. There's 40 people. They're going to take it down tomorrow to six people. So the jury have been told not to go on social media, not talk about this at all. And then tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., they're going to sit down there and decide down to six who will be the jury. And then they will move forward to find out how this happens to Jonathan Major's career because it could destroy his career. It could destroy Marvel's plans. It could destroy a lot of things. We're talking about the new Creed movie coming out. I think that maybe he'd be a part of that. Maybe not anymore. He's lost his agency. I mean, his manager dropped him. A lot of people have been dropping him left and right because they don't be attached to him. His agency actually came forward and said that he was abusive to their agents. That's why they dropped him. No, they said abusive and probably verbally abusive, but that's well, what it said too. Now, you know, there's also these other girls have come forward, allegedly. So they're trying to make this evidence or the defense is not with this out there. They said that this is going to be, it's going to ruin the whole case and this other stuff comes out. And I think if you're a judge, like, let it out. Let's like, if, if he has nothing to worry about, if he's innocent, like, let it out, let it out. Let's find out what the hell happened. But we'll find out tomorrow morning if the judge lets this happen. And right now he just, he's holding back and he need a day to think about it. And we'll see. Because he does want to be a fair trial, he said. And I make sense today you wouldn't say it because the jury is still deciding. They're going to go home. They're going to come back. But if they're going to get the case, the facts of the case tomorrow, then they should know and everybody should know, I think. But that's, that's a whole thing. So... Sabrina, you hear about this. So what do you think about the steps? Oh, fuck, Sabrina says. What do you think about the steps moving forward? I went first last time. Goldie, what do you think about this? Do you think that... I'm um, referring to Mike. Mike, go ahead, Mike. (laughs) Mike. Yeah! We're going around the circle here, (laughs) Mike. Okay, Mike. So Jonathan Majors, do you think that this whole thing, and we talked about before, it could be very damning. (laughs) It could be very damning for his career. It could be bad for Marvel in total. Do you think that... It's going to be okay. Do you think they should let this information out? Okay, if you're a jury, don't you want to know those facts or should they hold them back? What do you think about this? Uh, yes, Brian, I do agree that he looks terrific walking into the courtroom. Just like exactly, you look like Blade. I really like that. He is a, <laughs> he is a movie star. Um, unfortunately for him, that, uh, you know, that's they the press try break to site today, too. That, not let that have any <laughs> bearing on uh, what the decision is. Uh, I think everybody's going to find out about what his previous record is. I think everybody that's like involved that in, a, in a jury position uh, and all of us, we're going to find out too, too sweet. It's going to get leaked. Um, and so what I see happening is then that's going to be uh, the, let's see. So right away, okay, we find out something went down, like either and either he's paid his debt to society and it should have no bearing on this this, you know, future case uh or he hasn't and he slipped out of it somehow and we're still have our uh have our perceptions of this man uh, changed by what we know now so i i do think that we're going to find out and i think that that's going to change the nature of the argument um from the legal team, because I think that that's what's happened. What happens is once everybody knows, you say, well, this is a farce. This is a kangaroo court. There's no way that my jury, my, uh, my defendant, uh, my client can possibly get a fair trial because the, uh, the waters have been sullied. So I just see it going down like that very easily. Um, what the outcome will be, I do not know. Yeah. We have no idea. Good point, Richard Tracy. Good point, Richard says Trace said nothing wrong with reading the Bible. The only thing he has now is prayers. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we have it in, like hold it, holding it. There's he knows there's a Bible there already. Like to me, it feels, it, reading. it feels it feels a little staged. It feels a little actory. That's all I'm saying. It feels a little actory. But I mean, the thing is, uh, a little. 
Goldie, Goldie, the thing is, if you're a company like Marvel, though, like this is the time where you're really paying attention, right? Because they've been thinking about they've been really replacing him. But this is the time where you're probably like, okay, this is going to decide it now. Because he's after this, they're going right. to have to make a decision, right? Do you think that they will keep him regardless how, of how this trial plays out? I, I, I think the legal department of the studio right now is shitting bricks. Um, mm-hmm. let, let, let me put it to you this way. I don't I, I think everyone deserves a fair trial. I think everyone should be presumed innocent until proven guilty. And I think that any preconceived notions should be thrown out and everyone deserves to have a clean slate as they you know, stand before the judge. I really do. Having said Wait. that, I'm, a 50, I'm, I'm almost 53 years old. <clears throat> I have personally never had any of these problems. Uh, I haven't had these problems because I don't get into these problems. So this gentleman has been having some problems. And so, obviously, you can't you can't use them to judge him as he steps before the judge. I, as an audience member and as a member of society, will take that into account. And the studios know that, and so they're very concerned. They're very. Concerned. They have to be concerned. It's millions of dollars on the line too, and they just put all their eggs in his basket, pretty much. Like, well, he's going to be the next person moving forward, running the, all these big multi-billion-dollar franchise. You know, it's, it's it's insane. Everything they have planned, and they've been putting the brakes on. And you see this happen, and you hear about this evidence. So, Sabrina, like they're saying, there's some kind of evidence they're trying to hold back. Uh, do you think it could be that damning? Can it really be that damning like they're saying? Do you think it could be something that could just like knock them out of the ballpark and have a problem? I mean, I, 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 just, I just can't imagine like what it can be. If, if it's really bad, if it's like, if it is this whole thing of prior bad act witnesses, then I could see that being the issue. But then wouldn't the jury deserve to get that information? I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. I was reading the comments. What was your question? <laughs> well, I said if this if this fact is if the fact is if it is bad prior bad act what is it called? So if it's a person that comes forward that says this happened before, there's a pattern, then that could probably destroy the case. But I mean, what's I mean? How do you stop the jury from getting that information? Uh, I mean, you 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 stop the jury from getting the information by not allowing it into evidence. I mean. It's- you know, but who hasn't watched Law and Order? Come on, Brian. Yeah, um, you, you were, but, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's what a good, lawyer, a good lawyer would do, though, right? You would try to stop something. I mean, of like course that. they're gonna try. They're gonna try anything that they possibly fucking can. Like they were, they were trying to get it thrown out and dismissed months ago on some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because she was at a club drinking with her friends, that means she wasn't injured. Like, I mean, it's they're gonna do anything that they possibly can to get their client off. Like that's their job as a lawyer, honestly. Um, I just, I don't, again, I I echo what Goldie says, obviously you're entitled to a a fair trial, but if there is a pattern and you have done this multiple times, I don't see, like, and it's always, that's, it's always been, I used to want to be a lawyer uh, for a long time when I was a kid. That's what I wanted to be when I grew up. And uh, the thing that made me actually not be a lawyer was shit like this. Like, you know, that this is the situation and that there's evidence that maybe this person, I'm not using him as an example, someone else, like let's say a murderer, had murdered somebody years before, was convicted, somehow got out of jail, and you can't bring that up. You can't say, this has already happened, or this man beat the shit out of two other women. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, it doesn't, it, that does not sit well with me. How are you supposed to like allow someone to i mean sure you could have changed great but but i feel like that's on your record like if you get a dui for 10 years when you get pulled over the cop sees that you had a dui they're gonna pull you out of the car and they're gonna give you a breath test they're gonna make you walk a fucking line so it's not fair to me in my opinion not fair to me not fair to 
the jury, not fair to the public, to not allow things into evidence that are clearly fucking pertinent. Like that is information that would absolutely change the verdict of a trial. Now, by the same token, that's why they don't allow it because they don't want you to be clouded by things that, that had happened in the past because maybe the person has changed. It's different, you know what I mean? It's, but I don't, it doesn't sit right with me. And so if this is a pattern that he has exhibited for a very long time, which as far as like, there's many people like when this first happened that came out of Twitter that had gone to Yale with him, uh, the drama school, and that had also um, it, it worked with him in theater in New York and people who have worked with him on film sets. A lot of people took to Twitter and said, you know, that he is a volatile human being, um, which again, I'm, I'm not saying that they're right, but you several, yeah. several people in, in all these different communities came forward to say these things. Now, if you go into court and you don't allow that type of thing into evidence and you show this very small portion of his life, guess what's going to happen? He's going to get off and then he's going to go do this to someone else. And then that person's not going to report it because they saw how well it worked out this time. So I just, I don't, yeah. I, again, innocent until proven guilty, yeah. but I just don't, it just doesn't sit right I, with me I, personally. I, I have to add one last little thing to it. Let's go back sure. to you asked me a very specific question. Brian, Mr. Cruz, yeah. the Cruz Control Show. You asked me a very important <laughs> question. That is, what are the studios? What, what's going to happen with studios? And, and yeah. let's, just, let's just put it this way. The court of public opinion is what makes or breaks all of the actions of the studios. 100%. And the, the way I see it is this. When I was a kid, 14 years old, I was on a television show as an actor. And boy, did I have a talking to. My agent, my parents, my publicist, my manager. Every single fucker in my fucking life told me, hey, you're in the public eye, don't fuck around, this is your opportunity. I look at this guy and I say to myself, you got it all, and you can't keep your fucking shit together. Yep. That's not gonna fare well for him with the studios. Even if he's innocent, even if he is proven innocent, whether he actually is or not, the lawyers did their job, whatever. Me as an audience member, I'm already sort of appalled by the guy. Why is he yeah. in this fucking mess? He's got it all. We're out there struggling to fucking feed our families, to get our projects made, to have everything this man has, and he can't fucking behave? Fuck him. 34 years old, you know? They- yeah, and he's like, he literally is like at the pin, like it, it, he's at it, like on the cusp of fucking having everything in the world that he ever wanted. Everything. Marvel announced that he is going to be in like these, you know, the, the whole arc of their phase, whatever, 74 or whatever the fuck they're in right now. Um, he's huh. coming off that Lovecraft show, that San Francisco, Last Man in San Francisco Creed or whatever Green. was great. Yeah, Creed, great success. Like this guy is like literally on top of the fucking world. And then fucking, you know, you, you're, it's just, it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And weirdly though, weirdly yeah. uh, piggybacking off what you said, uh, Goldie, when he went to audition for King, he, oh, yeah. they made him wait or something like it took too long and he got up and left. He left. Yeah. And then they, they, they were like, oh wow, edgy. Let's bring you back bring in back. for another Let's fucking week. Fuck you, dude. And then they gave him what? the part. Then they were like, you shall be the history or the future of our franchise. So fucking fuck you, Marvel. You're an idiot too. Sorry. I, I just don't believe, you know, they've been saying stuff. And before, you know, we get out, out of here tonight, they've been saying stuff Thank like, you. you know, well, we were thinking after Kang didn't work out too well in Quantumania, that's when we had ideas we might start replacing him. And I think that's just like their business way of being like trying to get out of the fact that if they have to replace him, regardless if he's innocent, they're going to try to base it off of the numbers as opposed to being the character that are causing problems for Marvel. I think that's what that just, it's it's just a, it's just a way to get out of it. Yes, Sabrina. Um, Richard Tracy said that I thought he sucked this gang. I, I wholeheartedly agree. 
Uh, with you, does anyone else agree? A yep, show of hands. That. Who thinks that he sucked his gang? I don't gang? care for his gang. I mean, I think he was so over, hand up? over the top is acting, that, I is think. Is that a hand I mean, up for you? He has his moments. I do this. He has his moments, but, you know, overall... Goldie has not seen King, so we'll leave you out of it. Overall, Mike. I will say it again. <laughs> Disney... Give us Denzel Washington. Oh, you're not gonna let me, fuck you, Age of King. Make him Denzel. <laughs> and then we're done with this story, you know? And then you got the person who's been kicking ass in Hollywood for years that is stable. That's the thing, you know? Or give us another young, talented, capable, well-behaved actor. There's also Thank that, you. Goldie. There's or, also that. Yep. You're yep. right. And to me, though, I think regardless, this is just starting. <laughs> this is day one of the trial. I think that it's not going to last that long. I, I just don't think it will, based off what people are saying. And, and he doesn't want it to last long. But again, I think Marvel's shaking their boots right now. They have no idea what's going to happen. 100. And I think that's a big that's a big takeaway from this whole thing today. It's like, how will this affect the industry and how it will affect you? Uh, it might change that whole trajectory for every movie or project he's involved. So if you like him in anything, you might not see him again because of this. You know what also might change? The fact that they announced 74 movies for the next 28 fucking years at one fucking time, you idiots. Like, just stop. Nobody cares. That's going to change, that. too. I mean, Disney's, Don't do that. Disney's already doing that with Star Wars. They're scared to put out too many Star Wars My movies My 74-year plan. They're, Fuck they're, off. They're, they're, just, they're just being very careful. But he's gone to court, everybody. Right now, he's up for three counts of reckless assault and three counts of unintentional assault. <laughs> Could get up to a year in prison. So we'll see, everybody. Day two comes tomorrow. We'll keep you updated how it goes. They're going to select the jury. They're going to let us know if this damning, whether the damning evidence is they're saying, because the prosecution says it's going to win them the case if this gets out there. We're going to find out tomorrow no, if it gets out there. And uh, by Friday, we might we might have worked. I mean, maybe not. I, I, I think I next like week. I feel we'll like that's soon. I feel like that's too we'll soon. We'll have some information, though. By Friday, we will have some information. But John the Majors goes to court. <laughs> that's not the best. Goes or maybe goes to jail. A lot shittier story than Mr. Washington than Jimmy Stewart going to freaking Washington. That's all I can say. But or Ernest goes to jail. Or, or Ernest goes to jail. I, literally, Much what funnier. I, literally just said that. Who gives a shit? <laughs> literally just who said gives that. A shit? Right. We're gonna find out, everybody. What's gonna happen with Jonathan Majors? Because honestly, it might affect everything in Hollywood. At least for some big people everything, like Disney. Let's let's not push for it. Disney okay? He's not Jesus. Calm it down. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control tonight. Appreciate you as always. Sorry for the problems we had earlier. Little things, little things, Thank little you, things. Goldie, for taking the yeah, reins thank earlier. Thank you, Goldie, for the fantastic <laughs> story, moving mm -hmm. in there and telling us what's going on. It's what I do, uh, always people. Love always love hearing your stories, Goldie. <laughs> thank you so much for being here, as always, joining us on Cruise Control. It's great. Happy to have you back. You got anything else you want to talk guys. about before we take off here, Goldie? How's the podcast going? Well, you know... Sometimes I feel like a woman trapped in a man's body. No, I'm uh, I'm doing good, guys. I've uh, I just was out of town in Europe at a film festival. I've oh, uh, been doing a lot of travel, a lot of work. Been doing uh, doing my thing, making shit happen, brokering some big deals. We got a lot of good movies coming out next year that we're working on, so we're happy about that. Thrilled to be a part of the Cruise Control Show. I don't know if your audience is aware of how important it is to have something like this on the air every couple of days. It's nice to vent. It's nice to talk. Gives everyone a chance to tune in, say what they want to say. I appreciate it. I like being here. I like what you're doing. And I wish you the very best. I'm really sorry what's going on in the Middle East. I hope they can get their shit together and stop killing each other. Enough is a fucking enough. You're damn right. Yeah. Oh. I, I, well yeah. placed Peppy remark. <laughs> Peppy's good Finally. at that sometimes. <laughs> Peppy's good at that sometimes. Mike Casey, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control. As always, appreciate you. I hope you had a great time tonight. Happy hump day. Uh, it's, it's always a privilege to be on, Brian. It's a special privilege. 
when when I got Sabrina right there and when I got Goldie because he's a rare talent and it's great to get his insight. Uh, check check out this from. I had to bring this back. Happy you're having fun, Chinch. We're happy to have you along. That's Chinch. an incredibly sweet thing to say. That name. Uh, and we loved uh, we loved seeing all you guys today. And I had a blast. I feel like I Mike knows who be... Chinchilla is. I think he knows. <laughs> you think? You I think thought it was I Mike. Know, I, but, I when, when when Agent Chinchilla know, first showed I up, I swore know. it was you, Mike. I swore <clears throat> with you. Happy, thank you too for being here, buddy. Pepstar <laughs> is out. It's capital P E P E. <laughs> S-T-A-R. Love y'all. <laughs> Sabrina, thank you too for Very being cute. here on Cruise Control. As always, my lovely co-host. Hope you had a great hump day. Uh, yeah, no, I did. The Goldie, thank you so much for being with us, Mike. Always a pleasure. Uh, Brian, obviously, you are the, the glue that holds it all together. Thank you guys so much. The chat, you're actually, you know what, Brian, I'm sorry, I'm going to take that compliment away. The, the chat, you are the glue yes. that holds it all together. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Goldie, I know you have a lot of fucking fans here, so thank you for coming back. Um, and oh, thank you guys. I, I hope to see you guys all again yeah. very, very soon. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. We'll be Brian, back gotta, on Friday, I of course. Answer, I gotta answer Sabrina's question because we moved on real quick. For my opinion on uh, Jonathan Majors Kang, thank I know you, that the instant I know that the instant I say, no, nah, I'm not a great big fan of Jonathan Majors Kang, somebody's gonna go back six months in the cruise control archives and they're gonna find a clip of me saying, Oh, I love this young actor. Look, he's coming <laughs> up, he's gonna get all kinds of great stuff. So I want to avoid being in a situation where I'm provably a hypocrite if i'm improvably well, a hypocrite i can live with okay. it but that's that's the damning thing of doing a show this often mike there's gonna be something yeah. you said probably so hey opinions uh, change people change yeah. things change life okay? changes and until next time everybody you gotta tell your friends your family your uncles your aunts your grandmas grandmas your grandmas your grandpas all the grandmas in the whole world that you saw yesterday because they all came to your front door and they gave you a hug and they kissed you and they gave you cookies and love and it was amazing and they didn't subscribe but you mad make them subscribe because <laughs> the grandpa subscribed hence why the numbers have gone so much we're almost at 800 subscribers it's fucking nuts keep telling those animals but you chills bars of belongings all the fucking creatures in the world because they're awesome and all the worms the worms that crawl in your background that live on every creature out there in the fucking bamboo fucking sticks that have we love them all so much because they're amazing we love you so much thank you so much we're gonna hit 800 by tomorrow hopefully we're almost there at 796 subscribers so excited so fucking excited we lost them we lost them again during the fucking rant it's the greatest thing ever this is the first Oh, I'm gonna try my oh, rant. You're back. No, no, I've been doing my oh, way. Now. Time, oh, I'm gonna kill the microphone. What too crazy? Oh, that was so Until next time. Thank you so much. See ya. See ya.